0: My worst enemy, the flesh that's covering me, brings me down to my knees. Welcome to Sermons in the Park a ministry exploring biblical truth from the Word of God, focusing on the truths that help us in our daily walk with Christ in every aspect of our lives. Now, here is your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast-exclusive episode. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. I want to take this time like I do each and every time we do one of these just to say thank you and welcome you back. Um, you've seen the title of the episode already, but I want to, the reason I just, I I feel like I just want to talk a little bit about this subject, you know, um, Gnosticism, because you may remember way back when I first started sermons in the park, I actually had a partner who, who he was an experienced minister. He he had gone to seminary and all that. He preached at several local churches, um, and all that. Well, he actually tried to draw me into Gnosticism, and I just want to make it known now that I have, and I've I, I said this, uh, I've said this a f- couple times, but I have read those. Uh, supposed lost books in the Bible, which I will be doing an episode on uh, here on the podcast soon. But I do not follow Gnosticism. I do not follow that belief system, okay? So you might actually ask yourself, uh, well, actually you might be asking me, hey, preacher, what is Gnosticism? Uh, And, you know, what is, uh, for those of you who know what Gnosticism is, you know, You might also ask, you know, what is Gnosticism's relationship to the Bible? So I want to answer those questions, okay? The word Gnosticism it actually comes from a Greek word, Gnosis, which if you were to go look in the Strongs under G1109, you'll see that Gnosis means science, okay? Um, In the King James Bible, it says uh, in 1 Timothy 6.20, uh, which is the verse that Strongs will point you to. It says, "O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings, and opposition of science falsely so called. Now, gnosis actually means knowledge, okay? Now Christian Gnosticism, it started uh, in the Reformation okay, of the Greek religion way back in the 6th and 5th century B.C. Now, I want to make something very clear. Contrary to what you probably have heard, Gnosticism did not, and I repeat, did not become a significant religion or philosophy at all until around the year 100 A.D., Okay, Followers of Gnosticism believed that they had this uh, secret knowledge that only very few people actually understood. And that particular knowledge is, was the source of salvation. So that means only those very few people who understood this secret knowledge are saved think about that it doesn't make sense does it because the bible makes it clear that as a christian me and you are we are supposed to go out and proclaim the gospel to everyone even if they refuse to accept it i know people ask me all the time about that but the bible tells us even if they refuse to accept it you're supposed to proclaim the gospel to them matthew chapter 28 verses 18 19 and 20 reads and jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and earth go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost sorry i'm i got a little bit of a cold teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, we've read that one. Flip with me to Philippians chapter 1, verses 15 through 18. There we'll read this. Some indeed preach Christ, even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preach Christ of contention... Not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Never, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therefore do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. And then, you know, my, one of my favorite books in the Bible, Romans, Paul says this in Romans chapter 10, verses 12 to 15. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent, as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Now, another thing that Gnosticism... Uh, let me see. Uh, well, some versions of Gnosticism anyway... They believe in a form of a reincarnation or transigre- transigration of the soul. This is a belief that the Bible completely rejects. Okay, The Bible tells us that the dead are, well, dead. And that they know nothing. Eternal life is only gained through the resurrection. Look at these verses. Ecclesiastes, we're going to look at, we're going to be splitting this one up, but we're going to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 5 to 6, and then we're going to skip to verse 10. It says, for the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything, neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion for ever in anything that is done under the sun. And then, skipping to verse ten, whatsoever they hand, <clears throat> whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might, for there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. Now. Also, let's take a look at 1 Corinthians. We're going to look at chapter 15, verses 16 to 19. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable do you see these verses they make it very clear we had no lives before this one okay we we were not you know abraham lincoln uh back in the 1800s and now we're whoever we are we we did not have any life before this life right here is your only one this is this is a one-way trip okay these Gnostics that follow this teaching, they believe that matter is evil and that spirit is good. Okay? And, and these beliefs just, they go too far. If we, C.S. Lewis, okay, he tells us that God likes matter because God created matter. The flesh is only evil if we choose to violate the laws of God. You know, things like homosexuality, sex outside of marriage, murder, all that stuff. These fleshly things. One thing that you will find in every version of Gnosticism is is concerning the Bible. This was one of the ones that that preacher that I was speaking of earlier, he made it clear that he believed to me. That's the belief that the Old Testament, okay, let me think how to put this. The God of the Old Testament was one God. And then in the New Testament, we have a completely different God. He believed that the God of the Old Testament was evil, which is what Gnosticism teaches, the God of the Old Testament was evil because He was the one who created the world in Genesis chapter one. <clears throat> there is no way that someone can hold this view and be a Christian. Jesus was God, and He is the God that created the old, you know, created the world in the Old Testament, and we know this because of what we read in John chapter one, verses one two and three it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made okay then if we look at ephesians ephesians chapter 3 verse 9 says this and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus. We also know that the Bible tells us that God is what? God is perfectly good, and that there is no darkness or evil in him whatsoever. Okay? John 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 says this, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. We also know, okay, that the books are not quote unquote revelations of a separate God. Okay, because the Bible shows us that the New Testament, it builds on to the Old Testament. Take a look at 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect through thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And then when you flip to the first Corinthians, now we're going, to, we're going to do two separate verses here. Not, you know, first Corinthians chapter 10, verse four. And then all, and we're going to skip down to verse 11. It says, and it all, sorry, this cold's getting me. <laughs> and it all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Okay. Skip down to verse 11. Now, all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Do you see? There is no opposition between the two Testaments. There is a lot more that we could say about Gnosticism, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys a little bit briefly here. I wanted to kind of motivate you, uh, if you will, to go and study this subject for yourself, just like I did, okay? And if you do go on studying it, and, and if you find yourself having questions, please don't be afraid to, to email me, or call into the prayer line and leave a message with a question. If you do, leave a voice. You know, leave your phone number if you want me to call you, or I can try to answer them here on the podcast. Whichever you prefer, but I'm always here for that. You know, I'm here for to answer any questions you have. I'm here to, uh, you know, if you want to do a, if you if you guys are getting, you know, you're gonna be getting married or whatever. I can do your wedding if you're in Ohio. You know, anything like that. Visit you at the hospital. Send you a prayer. Uh, <clears throat> send you a prayer cloth. Whatever. So just get a hold of me, guys, you know, if you want anything. And like I said, I'm sorry for my voice today. I do have this cold, and it's, it's, it's cold up here, right? And so I'm, getting, I'm catching a cold. So if you need me, guys, just reach out. Um, thank you all again. I love you all. God bless you and keep you, and I'll see you all soon. You have been listening to Sermons in the Park with Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And as always, thank you for listening. There's joy for the morning, sinner be still. Earth has no sorrow, heaven can't heal. Earth has no sorrow, heaven can't heal. So lay down your bed.